Welcome to the Carriage to Succeed podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Harris. The Carriage to Succeed podcast is about delivering information that supports the development of small businesses. We offer suggestions of business improvement for your consideration based on decades of ownership experience. The Carrots to Succeed podcast is available on Amazon, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Today's topic, don't be afraid of the big bad bankruptcy. I'll start by defining uh, business bankruptcy. It's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate fact of business that companies sometimes run into serious financial trouble. When a company in the United States no longer has sufficient cash flow or credit to pay its debts or operate its business, it can seek legal protection from creditors by choosing to file for bankruptcy under the U.S. Bankruptcy Code. There are several types of business bankruptcies, but the general idea is to give a distressed business or the owner of a failed business a financial fresh start in exchange for some educated, adjudicated level of orderly debt repayment. Certain industries have higher bankruptcy rates, which can be attributed to many uh, economic factors that can influence credit risk. Understanding bankruptcy trends can help the credit professional make more informed decisions about the amount and type of credit to extend. Did you know that there were 178,716 bankruptcies between 2014 and 2021. In fact, one of the recent companies that I worked for was in that number. I'll share this story. Um, After several years of consecutive revenue and profit growth, we found ourselves in a legal battle over performance issues. The company had agreed to provide services to a client that were completely different from its core business offerings. Since this was an area service where we had no internal leadership with knowledge or experience, we found ourselves totally dependent on the leadership of one employee. This employee had been hired just to facilitate this part of the business and had no connection to the primary company business. The hired specialist proceeded to fill the positions of this segment with people either related or beholden to him. My immediate protest of this situation fell on deaf ears, primarily because this was such a profitable portion of the overall company. This five-year project worked almost flawlessly for the first two years until one day when the project leader decided that he deserved more money. The owners attempted to appease this hired specialist, but apparently found that 
what they offered was not enough. The specialist started not to show up at the project segments, and his team's performance started to become lackluster, to put it lightly. This, of course, caused project delays, and that did not sit well with the prime contractor. To make a long story short, the prime issued a notice to cure that was not adhered to in a timely manner. The prime sued. As a defense strategy, the company was advised by its attorneys to file for bankruptcy protection in order to move the suit to the local jurisdiction. So we found ourselves in bankruptcy proceedings during a time, ironically, when we were experiencing consecutive years of record growth. Of course, this was a new experience for the owners and for most of the company employees. As soon as the owners informed me of this legal maneuver, I gathered all of my staff and explained what was happening. Not to panic and to stay with the company, not to make any sudden decisions to leave out of fear, which often happens when a company <clears throat> announces that they're filing for bankruptcy. And there's a legal requirement when a bankruptcy filing is made to notify all of the company's vendors and creditors of the filing. Every one of the vendors and creditors immediately halted business transactions and either closed or froze the accounts. However, fortunately, as I mentioned earlier, this was a legal strategy and not a financial need bankruptcy filing. So we were able to convince our main bank and our primary supply creditor that we were financially sound and they worked with us to help us convince all of our vendor partners to reinstate the accounts and credit lines. Most of them responded positively. So in this case of bankruptcy, we were fortunate to be able to keep the business going and settle the lawsuit within the allotted 24-month period. Now, not all bankruptcies start or end like this one, but there are a couple of things that were done here that are important to consider if you ever find yourself in such a position. Number one, notify your bank of your intentions. You want to get your bank uh, to work with you and to help you and not to get nervous or panic. Number two, talk with your employees and stakeholders and be open and honest. Number three, prep your creditors. Let them know what to anticipate during the, the uh, bankruptcy process and time period. I can tell you that I also personally went through a business-induced bankruptcy it did not turn out as good as this one, example. I suffered personal and business loss, including my home, and ended up with a huge tax debt that took a decade to clear up. However, the primary point of this story is to share with you that there is life after bankruptcy. You may go through a couple of years worrying about the outcome and dealing with trustees and courts, but if you stay focused and determined, you can survive and build again. 
even if you lose everything, but manage to keep your mind intact and have the energy, you can build again. You may be surprised to find out how many businesses use bankruptcy as a tool to reset the business and position the company for another chance at success. That's why I want to encourage you to not be afraid of the big bad bankruptcy. If you find your company in a position that bankruptcy is the only option, push through and consider it as a tool for pausing and restructuring your company so that you can get a fresh start. I am confident that if you handle this as an opportunity to rebuild as opposed uh, as viewing it as a failure, you will find the courage to succeed and come out on the other end better than before. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Courage to Succeed podcast. For more information on how to handle bankruptcy, just send me a note through the Contact Us page at www.scottupshaw.net. The Courage to Succeed podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. It can also be found on the web at www.scottupshaw.net. I'm your host, Dennis Harris.